Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast, episode 259. This show is brought to you by .store with a collection of WooCommerce plugins to fit any need you might have for your next client build. And Jetpack CRM, one of the easiest CRMs to use when it comes to WooCommerce at jetpackcrm.com. I'll tell you more about our pod friends later in the show, but let's get started as Kathy and Ronald talk to Bigot Polly Hawk, who lives and breathes Gutenberg and all things blocks. These days, there's no shortage of hearing what is going on with blocks, but how about what's around the corner and in the future? Well, let's get some insights from someone who knows her Gutenberg. Hi, this is Kathy Zant, and welcome to Woo Visions. I am here with my co-host, Ronald Giselle, and our special guest, Bridget Polly Hack. How are you guys doing today? I hope you guys are surviving the summer heat. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Ronald. So great to be here. Oh, yeah. Summer heat in Florida. Well, it's just the difference to winter is it rains more. So, yeah. <laughs> it's certainly hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Ronald is the one that's really having the hard time with you guys don't do heat in England. What's going on? No, we certainly don't. Um, nothing is made for it. But I'm enjoying it. I might not have the the skin color to absorb all that heat, but it's uh, <laughs> I'm making the most of it. Excellent. Well, it won't last for long. Is at least that's what I hear. Although here in Texas, I hear it's going to be lasting for a while. Anyway, <laughs> kind of like the Florida scene. Um, so, Bridget, how have you been? I haven't seen you in so long. Just wanted to catch up with you. Uh, just conversationally at first and hear how things are going. I think I haven't seen you since you started your new position at Automatic. How are things going? Oh, going very well. I'm coming up to one year anniversary, end of August. And uh, it's been a, a, a great ride. And I'm so happy that I'm kind of in the midst of mix of things in the midst of uh, good mood development and yeah, theme development and all that um, and can do even more um, in terms of Gutenberg Times and Gutenberg Changelog, yeah, that I'm still keep uh, keep doing that, but now I'm actually paid to do that. I also got myself a little bit involved more in the documentation team. Um, I was documentation lead for 6.0, or one of the documentation leads, and I'm pretty sure I can continue doing uh, stuff like that for the uh, release in 6.1, which is coming up in October. That's yeah. amazing. How, Gutenberg has really, it has come a long way since it first was introduced in Decor, where I was like, okay, I can see where this is going. I can see where this is going, but I'm not quite sure if it's ready. But where it is today, in, and we're recording this in July of 2022, it has really matured, and there's so much more useful um, settings and things like that with blocks. Um, how has that process been, like having something out in the wild where people are actually using it and then having to improve upon it as as other people are using it? Well, that's um, actually the WordPress way to, to kind of uh, bring some initial functionality in and then see from the feedback um, what needs to be um, improved, what other features need are needed, and also where there yeah, are some... Um, plugins have problems or themes have problems and then figure those out. So there are 
Um, so the uh, it's it's an interesting um, way to do this, yeah? but it's also we iter- um, the Gutenberg team really iterates very very fast. So the Gutenberg plugin comes out every two weeks. It's a new version there. Um, that's for those who use the plugin from the repository, and we get already about. I think it has about 400 and 500,000 installs. I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's only 200,000. But it's uh, enough people that use it on a regular basis to have feedback from the plugin. So um, when then those features come into a WordPress core, um, they are at least tested by uh, the users that use the plugin. Um, but we also have um, an additional program. I don't know. Um, so it's this FSE program. Every time, um, ever since I started developing on the full site editing um, features, um, I think um, we talked about it in uh, in January of 2020. 2020 already, so it was a two-year process. Yeah, but in uh, December of 2021, the full site editing outreach program started uh, with a lot of calls for testing. Um, I think the 15th test is now out. Um, Anne McCarthy um, has uh, headed the, spearheaded the program, and she did a marvelous job creating those test calls for testings. And then also uh, manage the feedback and put in new um, issues or surface more issues that come up quite a few times. So one of them, for instance, is the confusion when I edit my my post template uh, versus editing a post. Yeah, there's still some confusion. So the design team goes back to the drawing board and kind of looks at how can that be a little bit offset there. So. Um, a good way to find the new features and to work with it is actually to participate in the FSE outreach program. There's a channel in um, WordPress Slack, um, FSE-outreach-experiments. I think that changes a bit, but um, it's definitely there. And um, and then following the Make Test blog um, or the Gutenberg Times. <laughs> um, uh, to, to learn more about the um, uh, test, uh, calls for testing. So um, this time it's more it's uh, definitely around uh, creating category template pages um, and how to to uh, navigate those um, custom post types um, in uh, full site editing. So uh, so that's that's actually a good way. And the summary posts back then are read by all the developers and they see how they can alleviate some of the pain points that surface there. Excellent. That, yeah, I've been really watching the full site editing um, initiative and it kind of feels kind of feels like it's um, definitely an experimental type of situation right now, but I can really see where it's going and the usefulness for like building out custom pages and things like that. Um, what do you see in terms of how Gutenberg is is facilitating that? Um, how do those teams work together, and how does how does um, the development that's happening with Gutenberg then like feed into full site editing? I've, I don't think that um, so. It's the second phase of the Gutenberg development uh, project. The the four phases of it. So we are kind of halfway, maybe a little bit less than halfway through the Gutenberg project. So the uh, four phases. One is the um, uh, content creation part. So the post um, block editor, the the page um, using blocks for the pages and, and posts. The second one 
uh, is what's uh, FSE is um, now that everything is a block, um, now blocks can also be used for templates and template parts. Um, so people don't have, uh, have now the opportunity and the features uh, ready to actually customize their site without needing a theme developer. That's actually kind of a goal, but also put in the hooks and the blocks, uh, locks for if a, if a designer says, okay, I don't want anybody to mess up my design. Yeah, he can lock down the designs. Also agencies that do a lot of development for uh, 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 WordPress sites and for clients that need to be very restrict on their design systems and their color changes so they can lock down um, all the features. Um, that's really good. And then the third phase, so we're coming up to 6.1, 6.2 is probably kind of the end of phase two. And then next year, the team is also thinking about using blocks and the editor for collaborative uh, phases. That's a collaborative phase that you can, like a Google Docs way, collaborate on posts, on pages, um, and then have the communication in the WordPress um, field, in the uh, WordPress editor with comments and yeah, suggestions or yeah, whatever it is. Uh, but it's going to be uh, really interesting to see because um, up until now, it was more a catch-up of what the the whole WordPress ecosystem went to, yeah, kind of the, not the, the blocks, that is really new, and but some block designs are out there already and page editing, that was all already in, in the WordPress uh, ecosystem, but the next phase is going to build up on that with collaborative editing. And there are only a few um, things that are already doing that, but there's not a, a whole concept around it to make it all um, a holistic approach. And then the fourth phase of um, the Gutenberg development is uh, multilingual coming to core. That's something that, um, yeah, uh, it came, it surfaced at WordCamp Europe, actually, uh, where a question was there for for Matt. He he had this town hall with Josepha together. And uh, was a question, can we not switch this around? Yeah, like have the multilingual first and then collaborative. And um, yeah, it, it, it's going to be in the, that order. Um, but it's, uh, so um, how does it, does it all feed in? Well, blocks are, um, so first, so we have multiple editors now. Yeah, we have a post editor, we have a um, widget editor, <laughs> we have a template editor and a site editor. And they all need to kind of be, um, I, I, there will be, um, um, what is that, consolidated into one edit screen. And then uh, depending on the context, the blocks will be available, be it the query block for templates or, or the post template block um, that shows you a, a list of blocks. Yeah, and it, it's a brave new world. Um, I can really see, uh, for me, I'm really excited. Well, I'm, I've been following the Gutenberg uh, project quite since 2017, but I'm still very excited about that way that I can actually change how my posts are showing up on the category page. I I have really control over that, and that's really something that I like, um, and um, all the things that come with it. Yeah, I need a post a title block. I need a post 
date blocker and media post featured image blocker and all that kind of thing. Now I can um, change that. I'm really happy without having a developer. I'm I'm particularly excited about the collaborative feature. I think that's uh, to work async and not having to use a special separate docs from your post to to work together. That'd be a really good streamline. But I I guess for everybody they have a different preference of what they want to see first. And you need some sort of management to say, no, let's do this the right way. It's the same for the translation or the multilingual uh, aspect of uh, Gutenberg. For some, it's it's super important, and I'd like to see that develop first. But I think, as far as I remember, Matt's uh, comment on that was to do things in the right order so we don't have to do it twice uh, or, or redesign it later down the line. Um, the the what you know you you're the the part you're so excited about the uh post uh editing and and the layouts i think that's what i hear from the woocommerce uh user merchants that they're particularly excited about the product pages and the category or product category pages to be able to start working with that because page builders have been doing that for a very long time and then of course visually that's the most impact you can have because the home page well it is what it is and and you can add different um sections into that but the 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 product page and the category page is so standard it has been for such a long time um do you do you work with with woocommerce um as a way of testing how that looks and i know the woocommerce team they have their own um full set editing and blocks uh, developers that that work uh, work on this project do you have any communication with them? Yeah, there's definitely a, a synergy there. Yeah, um, that because WooCommerce is also a plugin that's on the outside that kind of uses that for their own purposes. So uh, there's definitely some communication back and forth on uh, what what's good and what doesn't work right now. But uh, with the, the plugin version 13.7, those category pages. And those product or custom post type pages um, templates are coming to the block editor, and uh, most of uh, some of the work was actually um, from the feedback from the uh, WooCommerce team or from uh, WooCommerce users um, to get this right. Uh, but there are the uh, there's the additional hurdle there that um, it also needs to be a dynamic with a different post types, yeah, different um, so and have different um, custom fields for that. So uh, that is definitely a back and forth. And um, that is the WooCommerce team is really working on making um, the plugin also ready for full set editing themes. And um, if um, there's now the first full set editing theme is now in the marketplace. Um, so there is definitely some testing going on. And, and with dynamic, you mean things like um, uh, sorting by price, by Color red, for example, by popularity and um, yeah, it's also um, having showing the for sales plugin, uh, the for sales product next to the the highlighted product or the new plug uh, products that are need to be kind of in one view. Yeah, and how 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 does it come because they're uh, attaching different fields to the same label kind of thing. So um, it's getting a little bit technical there, but um, I think there is some back and forth that needs to be um, figured out there. And maybe uh, and the custom development definitely will help um, WooCommerce um, team to 
to get over that hurdle. Yeah. Would um, third-party plugins need to do something to, and obviously testing is a big part of that, but would they need to do anything extra in order to work with the uh, category blocks, for example? That is not, uh, it's not clear yet <laughs> um, because the extensibility, the, the feature is not ready yet to actually um, look at it from an extensibility point of view. Um, that's kind of the the process is, okay, what would a user use? Yeah, And then once that is finalized, yeah, where would a, a plugin or agencies or plugin developer need to hook in and then make those available and open that up? So um, it hasn't been in the first phase yet. It's coming out. Um, on um, July 20th, the 13.7 release. Um, and um, so if you listen to this afterwards, it's already there. <laughs> Go and test it. I think Bob is using this as breaking news because it's quite a big uh, big piece, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there will be also, uh, there is also, a, I'm not sure it will be published by then, but there is a um, make blog post coming about that and uh, what the nature is around this and how to yeah different kind of um, applications for that and also different um, examples on how to use it and um, and then it will also show okay what what do plugins do for plugin custom post type is not the biggest problem I think the plugin uh, for plugins the biggest problem are the custom fields that they have for that. Um, because they need to be registered extra, and then um, yeah, the the block editor is not picking up on that uh, right now. So you need to either have um, a, a separate block for that. Yeah, and it seems that block building on block development is still a little bit of a higher hurdle that uh, some plugin developers haven't gone yet. Yeah. How much are um, the core team? I mean, there's there's a number of different companies like Cadence, <laughs> that are developing blocks. How much does what um, some of these other block companies or companies that are developing block plugins, what they're doing, how much does that influence the core team? Do they watch this kind of development? And does that influence what the Gutenberg plugin is is doing and what might end up in core as well? I don't think there is a full process there. I think who, um, whatever contributor is kind of picking up a certain feature that is requested or where people think that could make sure have that. For that particular feature, they definitely look around the plugin space and also what's outside of WordPress to inform how a feature could be implemented and then how does it uh, fit into the components framework that um, the Gutenberg developers have, yeah. So there is a whole set of components, yeah, be it uh, the inspector controls, or be it the toolbar, or be it uh, uh, an email control or a link component. Those all things are uh, standardized, and they are um, available to any plugin developer or uh, contributor or theme developer um, to uh, use. Um, and and those um, pretty much are standardized now after four years. Um, they did a whole overview, an overhaul of all the components. I think two years ago, yeah, to to make them a little bit more flexible and prepare for the full site editing. But um, yeah, uh, definitely, a table of contents block, for instance, yeah, that definitely informed uh, the developer on how other people do it or what do people do with it, yeah, in uh, from other plugins and other blocks, yeah, definitely, yeah. 
I, I, I don't know how that actually also go back to the plugin developers saying, okay, now that uh, Gutenberg has all the tools like the, um, the color um, tools for links and backgrounds and um, text and the, um, the dimensions controls and the border controls, yeah, are plugin developers like Cadence actually rethinking what kind of blocks they um, actually build or what extension of blocks they are building or they're kind of taking back and say, okay, let's use the core block there. Um, I'm, uh, I know that a few like Extendify um, and others are actually looking towards um, the Gutenberg development to kind of say, okay, when whenever it lands in in the development in the plugin or later in WordPress, yeah, we cannot take some things back or reframe things to uh, be more to, uh, have a lesser for maintenance barrier there. Yeah, definitely. It's I mean, if it's in core, it the the tendency is obviously going to be for people to use that um, rather than using something else because it's in core and that's kind of foundational. Well, I can see that someone who has the Cadence theme and the Cadence blocks installed, seeing the Cadence block and have used them over the years, yeah, uh, that they keep using it despite that it's already available in, in, in core. Yeah, so um, I, I, I was just kind of... Well, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it yeah. <laughs> yeah, to say that. Yeah. Well, I definitely think, I, I, you know, a few years ago we saw all this, you know, page builder kind of excitement and all these people adding, you know, a page builder on top of WordPress. And now with seeing all of the innovation happening sort of in the block space, you can really see innovation happening that is much more ingrained and much more flexible within the core of WordPress. Whereas like if you have Elementor on a page, you're locked in. If there's a cadence block or a core block that you want to use on that page, well, you're kind of out of luck. But with the whole block um, ecosphere, if you can have a core block, you can have a cadence block, you can have an extendify, you can have all of these other different kind of blocks intermingled. I mean, you know, there's some debate about performance with that, but you're not locked in. You're not like stuck into an ecosystem that you've made this commitment and there's no flexibility on that page. And so in that regard, I'm seeing so much innovation and I see like, this is the future of WordPress and the future of high performance sites. And it's really exciting to see. And so, you know, I mean, if we could go back to 2018 when everybody was having pain points with Gutenberg and they could see where we are today, I think it would be a different story. Now, you know, with a lot of the changes that are happening with like full site editing, I think I'd see a lot of people wondering if that's going to be painful. And I, I kind of see that same type of experience. Like in couple of years, we can look back to where we are right now and say, oh, well, now we see how all of these pieces fit together, that WordPress is innovating and it is, it's bringing new tools to a new audience without ever having to touch a line of code to be able to build something that a highly professional developer could build, you know, just a few years ago. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I find I find that too. It's uh, really mo- remarkable how this all has uh, developed and um, and giving so much more creativity back to the user uh, is really uh, empowering. Yeah. Yeah. And also to the all, uh, I'm sorry to all the non-code designers. Yeah, they have now all the tools that they can do it in the site and um, can uh, 
And only I, I know that some of the theme developers say, well, I was able to reduce my custom CSS file from 2,000 lines to 140 or something like that because everything else was actually in the theme JSON file or uh, yeah, available through the global styles. Hey everyone, Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. For every new client site comes new needs. And if you're looking for that right plugin for the next project, consider checking out the Dot Store. The team at the Dot Store developed their plugins for easy customization of your client sites. You can find solutions for adding extra fees, product attachments, dynamic pricing and discount rules, or product samples. Maybe you need to set up specific shipping for multi-vendor for advanced USPS, or perhaps hidden methods for your shipping. They have this and a lot more. But also you can get a Woo bundle that will fill a lot of your build needs in one nice package. So for that next project, why don't you head over to thedotstore.com and give them a try on your next build. It doesn't matter if it's your own site or a client site, having a good CRM in place is essential to acquire and nurture new leads, sell more to your existing customers and grow your woo shop and business faster. And Jetpack's CRM is the easiest to use when it comes to WooCommerce. You will see all of your important data from your store in one place, such as how many orders each contact has made. This gives you the power to nurture them with some top-of-the-notch automation tools. And best of all, when an order is placed, both it and the new customer are automatically synced and created in your CRM. It's easy. Just visit jetpackcrm.com. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. Um, Bigot, I know you you were very, I mean, with the Gutenberg Times, you're, of course, very much uh, involved in closely monitoring when uh, Gutenberg was released in WordPress 5. Uh, and I, I guess you could summarize that expectation as, well, it's a new page builder. It should do almost the same as an Elementor or a Beaver builder would do, which, of course, it didn't. And I think you've you've just summarized where we are in the project. We're just sort of coming through phase two out of four, that we're not even close to where it should be. So I think it's a two-part question where maybe you recall some of the things and thoughts that you had a few years ago, but I think more importantly, where you think in your view, in your vision, this could go to in, in a few years' time, where we see it maybe beyond uh, WordPress. I, I had an epiphany, uh, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, where I found that there is a, a segment of the WordPress community that has not been involved in WordPress development at all. And those are the no-code page builders that use Beaver Builder, Elementor, and that. Is it possible to get them actually into an open source idea where uh, a release is only the first um, uh, the first iteration and not the first perfect version. Yeah, so that is kind of a mindset that is in open source, especially in WordPress, um, a little bit different than having a, a whole corporation just doing one thing and um, uh, releasing on a on a constant basis. Um, so that is definitely a switch, 
and I'm not. Sh- uh, I have not yet been convinced that we are really welcoming uh, no-code page builders as much as possible. But what I see is there is additional effort from the project to uh, create training. Yeah, like the learn.wordpress.org um, site has a. Uh, has now and they only started maybe a year ago and they have really um, publishing a lot of content that is uh, connected with the block editor that is not developer oriented yeah so wordpress normally yeah what comes on the make blog or what is in the release note it's more so developer oriented rather than end user oriented or someone who logs into uh, wordpress so uh, these efforts are definitely entertaining that and i really like that that is there because that I found the community was a little lacking before for that to match. Okay. I can see what's not working. Uh, and uh, a lot of people have trouble because that one thing that they really need is not working yet. Um, but there's also kind of, uh, can we approach things differently? Can we um, start uh, making the same sites, but it's a different workflow. And for I see that there is a learning process going on, and that's for every person differently. Yeah, some people are jumping on the new thing and can put up with a the first version that is not perfect, or the third version that's still not perfect. Yeah, I, would is web development ever perfect? Yeah, um, but I. I also see that that uh, there's a lot of help now there for those who are not um, uh, comfortable with code and using WordPress um, core. Um, so I think that was um, a piece that was missing um, two or three years ago. And now with the Learn team, they have really uh, stepped up to the plate and have these workshops online. You yeah, have a lot of WordPress TV um, videos there. So it's uh, workshops and courses um, to um, accommodate all these new users, so to speak, that come to WordPress core. Yeah. Um, what was the other question? Where, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, and old users, because I've run into, as, as I'm in this new role, I'm running into people who have been in WordPress for a very long time and kind of just do maintenance now. And then they start seeing what's happening with blocks. And they want to start building sites again. So people who've been around WordPress for a very long time and just kind of get burnt out with building a new site, they're seeing the new innovative ways that people are building with blocks rather than page builders. And it reinvigorates them. It's almost like they're reborn into the Gutenberg world of wanting to be a web developer again where they were burned out before because all of the tools are making things so much easier. And that's so empowering. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's just kind of feeds on on your yeah you bring, brought it all back to the other side again yeah uh, what, what is the uh, excitement that people have and that it is i see that for developer um, theme developers actually yeah where they say i can uh, prototype my theme within hours and i'm yeah i could even yeah get it to a client and they can look through it and then we just fiddle with the uh, little things uh, anymore but it's very easy to go from zero to hero uh, on, on a theme now, yeah. So um, I, I really like that development, yeah. Um, and on that note, I think that that's probably leads into my the second part of the question is where you would see Gutenberg evolve in you know in years to come, and uh, you know I, I sort of tease you on the idea of going beyond WordPress, whether we Gutenberg would be adopted by other um, hopefully open source 
platforms that that would use it. Yeah, there are definitely um, some experimental ways already uh, going on with uh, using Gutenberg or the block editor outside of WordPress. One is that uh, the Drupal community very early uh, jumped on uh, using the block editor also for the Drupal uh, CMS. On the way is uh, using um, the block editor also for Tumblr, which is outside of WordPress, but it's a a different content management system. And of course, well, Automatic bought Tumblr in 2019 and is now um, kind of open, yeah, uh, working on uh, using the block editor also for that. And then uh, there's another app out there. It's a, um, uh, a diary app called Day One, which has uh, many, many users in the uh, um, both in the um, App Store as well as in the Google Store. And to um, migrate some of the editing pieces also to the block editor. There are others that are trying not so much outside of WordPress, but using the block editor also for the plugin settings pages um, so they can uh, have all the things that, that need to go into a plugin have uh, a different, uh, same experience that people have with other content. So I can see, well, I'm, I, I, I don't know particular vision but of course there is the everything is going to be blocks and um i i can see that um we have yeah the flow of the web page if we have a different browser that will come out that's not a kind of from top to bottom browser i don't know if that's ever possible i think blocks would be very uh interesting to Interesting to see how they functions there because it still would need to be HTML. But I think uh, there could be some great innovation on the on the browser side, especially with um, Google Chrome a bit being a little bit uh, controversial now in, in other pieces of the world. Um, and uh, yeah, so there is uh, certainly a lot to be done. We are experiencing. Um or web in a different way now with with mobile and tablet where you sort of pinch and zoom into a web page rather than always scrolling i know it's the probably the muscle that's most trained for some teenagers but it's you know it, it, there is a way to uh, <laughs> exactly uh, there is a way to to innovate and blocks would be very interesting how how that could work um as part of that yeah there's uh, still some um work to be done to make the block editor entirely responsive yeah, there is um, still something well, but the the team is working on the fluid uh, expand and uh, um, contract kind of on on the site without having special viewpoints for different devices. So it's more like the intrinsic design rather than the the media query kind of thing, um, and that is uh, still uh, in the works. So there's definitely a lot of testing to be done. Um, to find a way to make those complicated decisions, like what is a minimum width and what's a maximum width, and when the minimum width is, how does the font size go, and when the maximum, how does the font size go? So there's a lot of things that a, a, a designer kind of has in the D, in, in, in their DNA to know. Okay, I need to have a dial there, but an end user has no idea what this all means when they kind of see the technical terms on the site. So I think there is a uh, there, there's still the um, 
it's still a little bit hard to make the interfaces not being for designers, but for users that have no technical knowledge. Yeah? So, and but I thought, uh, uh, but in spite of that being really good in uh, making those work out of the box. Yeah? To bring it back, oh, what's the team working on right now? I think the the global styles and the standardizing style styling for themes is definitely um, a big topic. Yeah. Do you have a particular ask from the maybe the WooCommerce builder community, whether this is um, to think about or to do or to to collaborate on feedback? This, this is your time. <laughs> Share your wish list. <laughs> it definitely helps to um, go for the call for testing that is available now. Um, so the FSU. Um, Program uh, testing call is for category customization. Uh, that would uh, it has some uh, quite a few uh, testing instructions um, and also to test the feature uh, feature image again for the categories and to make sure that the categories that come you can add uh, additional content to the category page there and then um, also the patterns that come in. Uh, with that, there are two patterns, a new event announcement, and another one uh, is a event recap post uh, for uh, patterns to see how they work with your category pages. That would be definitely um, a, a good way to first learn and also give a lot of feedback to the team with the first iteration of those uh, those category templates. Um, even if it's not a product-specific one yet, but um, it's, if, if you have a test site that has um, WooCommerce installed and products in there, it would be really good to see how that uh, works for you and what is still missing um, because that uh, would get it on the to-do list might, uh, quite um, faster uh, for the developers to kind of see okay, where does core need to adopt what WooCommerce plugin developers kind of, where does, where's the, I don't say, the, 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 the demarcation line, so to speak, yeah, the, uh, the, the boundaries between those two, yeah, because it will also introduce the boundaries for other plugins um, to using that FSE, yes. Well, that being on the forefront is exciting. And I am really excited by what I'm seeing with blocks in terms of just publishing content. What really, what, what I'm really looking forward to see is how, as this moves into WooCommerce more and more, the innovation that will happen in online commerce. I, I don't even think that we can fully like see what's going to happen there, but obviously bringing in a new tool brings in innovation. It brings in new ways of looking at things. It brings in that experimental spirit and new ways for merchants to be able to connect with their customers could change the face of e-commerce. So I'm really excited with what's happening with the block editor and, and all of these experiments happening with WooCommerce. So uh, yeah, if you want to be on the forefront of having those experiments happen, definitely follow that advice to get a little uncomfortable and think outside of the box and play with some of these tools and give your feedback. I think that's just exceptional and great. Yeah, it's, it's hard to uh, get real good feedback because if it's something new, People don't have opinions yet, yeah. And I have seen being uh, working in an agency or working uh, or leading an agency for a long time. Um, it was always hard to get uh, 
clients to test their site before we go live kind of thing. And that's it, it's really a different mindset. So I, I get when not a whole lot of people are comfortable with doing that. But thank you so much for uh, giving this uh, the WooCommerce spin on that. Um, I, I really can see that personalization um, is definitely important. Yeah, reaching out to existing customer, making them not treated like other people, like they already have given the money. So what are what is there to make them feel more at home and tie them to your brand is definitely something that um, I have not seen a whole lot of innovation there. But there was a wonderful talk at WordCamp Europe, and I think it's already online on Repress TV uh, by Sean Bleakley, who uh, um, who works with American Eagle, and they have uh, open sourced their plugin to personalize uh, WooCommerce um, sites and um, or any other site, their membership sites or subscriber sites. So um, definitely also um, yeah, check it out. It's um, yeah, it's the that's the future yeah. pretty much. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, definitely. I've had some very, very powerful personalization experiences shopping. I'm just like watching how just the connection between an email experience and a merchant online and personalization and how that really draws you into a shopping experience where it just hasn't been done before. So yeah, tons of innovation can happen there. And I think, well, I know that if it's, if innovation in commerce is going to happen, it's going to happen in the WooCommerce space. It's going to happen in the WordPress space because more people here are going to experiment than say in the Shopify world where you're like locked into um, a closed source system and you just get what they give you and not a lot of room and flexibility to really try something new. So, um, yeah, so this is all very exciting. And that's thanks to, um, thanks to you, Bigit, because, you know, part of the, that's the great thing about the WooCommerce, it's on top of WordPress and there's so much happening in WordPress. And um, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that WooCommerce is uh, contributing and supporting you in that <laughs> part because it's a, it's a great gift to be, uh, to be given in this, all, all this innovation. Thank you. Great. Well, any final thoughts? Subscribe to the Gutenberg Times newsletter. We have a weekly um, uh, roundup post about what's happening around the block editor in uh, WordPress, in the ecosystem, um, and what other people write about. Uh, not everybody has a whole view of that. It's very specific to the block editor, so we are not getting into any other peer <laughs> WordPress drama. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But uh, no drama at the good times. That's why I don't know about yeah. it. Um, <laughs> um, and the Gutenberg Changelog is a, a a podcast that comes out every uh, two weeks with the release of the next plugin to hear what's in there that's not in the release post or where we talk with um, Gutenberg developers on uh, what was the special feature they're working on and what a, uh, so it, 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 it helps you um, yeah, stay on top of uh, Gutenberg development in a very uh, less keyboard screen kind of way. That's uh, gutenbergtimes.com and gutenbergtimes.com forward slash podcast. And it's on any of the podcast Pod catches is uh, my uh, idol, <laughs> Leo Laporte says on his uh, twist. Yeah, pod catch. 
it's on Stitcher, it's on Apple, and it's on That's a good one, actually. other yeah. places. Yeah. So thank you so much for. It was a great uh, conversation with you too. Thank you so much for inviting me and having me on the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. I'd like to give another shout out to our two pod friends. For those special needs when it comes to enhancing your next client build, thedotstore.com has a great selection of Woo plugins to help you easily customize your client sites. And Jetpack CRM, giving your clients the power with top-of-the-notch automation tools and a must-have automatic sync of their store's data at jetpackcrm.com. And again, you can subscribe at dothewoo.io slash subscribe. And until next time, keep on doing the woo.